A word from our sponsor, Von Seger Designs is a small Nebraska custom woodworking business making hand-burned customized wood pieces to be a statement in any room. Working with clients every step of the way, from hand-selecting the wood to customizing the design Von Seger Designs makes the process as smooth as possible. Specializing in items from themed bar carts and tables to cutting boards and signs so that you can show your team pride all year round. Show your Husker support in a unique and functional way. When you work with Von Segrin Designs, you support small businesses throughout the region. Allow Von Segrin Design to create a custom, fresh, hand-burned piece wood for your home or business. You can link up with them at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-D-N-E-S-I-1 and at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-N underscore designs. So check them out on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram as well. Uh, go Big Red, and uh, let's start the podcast. to throw down toward the goal line going up ball tipped in the air touchdown Jordan Westerkamp Nebraska wins the game on the final play of the contest oh baby far side back to throw is Martinez now being chased throws it out a flat Burkhead makes a catch sits a tackle 25-20 Rex Burkhead touchdown Nebraska Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. We got uh, Fitz. Fitz, what's up, buddy? How are you doing? Oh, not too bad. Just uh, enjoying the 95 degrees, 187% humidity. Nothing like a, uh, a Nebraska summer day to uh, to really get you going. So, uh, no, just uh, CWS is in full swing. There it is. And then uh, got, uh, got you're welcome. Have a, have a good guest. Just talking some more football. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what I got. You know, you know, that's coming. So don't even, don't even roll your eyes at me. Yeah. I'm so glad I set you up for a dad joke one minute into the podcast. So glad <laughs> to hear that. Uh, I, I just, so uh, everyone knows happy father's day, I guess fits happy father's day. Um, there's only one of us on this podcast. That's a father. So, uh, that's you. So happy father's day. Well, well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. That's... Um, I assume the, uh, the, the accolades, the gifts, the cards are uh, in the mailbox when I check them. Just got back home, so. Yeah, no, yeah, they're somewhere out there. Yeah, the, I'm sure our okay. loyal fans will send those out there. Let's not keep <laughs> our our fans, our, our three fans, waiting any longer. We've got our guest here, uh, current Nebraska linebacker and uh, Nebraska native as well, Ernest Hausman. Ernest, how's it going tonight, man? Oh, it's going great. You know, just kind of just enjoying a Sunday. Awesome, awesome, awesome! Getting the day off, or are you? Guys, did you guys have practice or anything today? No, I had the day off today, so just 
get some recovery going, um, get ready for the week ahead. Nice. Did you get a chance to go to the College World Series with that kicking off or anything, or were you pretty much stuck in Lincoln? Uh, I, I hosted a recruit this weekend, um, so I did not go to the College World Series. Ah, that's very true. Well, I guess let's let's go right into that since you pretty much knocked that one out of the ballpark. <laughs> How was that this weekend? I think it was a linebacker. Was it Dylan Rogers? I believe was the uh, recruit. Yep. Yes. Uh, how did that how did that visit go? I know he's a guy from Texas, and it seems like uh, Nebraska is trying to build that that recruiting relationship. Overall, I mean, it was spend a couple of days with him, um, all the other recruits that came down, and just to spend time with him, I could just realize how quality of a high high quality dude he was, and you know, um, I could definitely tell um, from just talking to coaches that he's highly highly on the radar uh, for Nebraska, and you know, being able to be his host uh, was a privilege and honor. And it was a really fun time spending time with him. What, uh, when you were being recruited, when you were being recruited, who were, I don't know how many, as far as unofficials and then, you know, coming down from Columbus, it's a little bit easier. But when you did, when you did your official, who, who, who was your um, recruiting uh I just wanted to say coordinator, and that's not the right word. Was, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? The host. The host. Wow, thank yeah. you. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, my host was Randolph the Pie. Okay. Yeah, he, he he did a great job too. You know, I was already committed before I came here, so there wasn't really any uh, really selling they had to do for me. So I was say we come down here, um, enjoy spending time with the guys um, and see all the coaches and um, get another glimpse of all the facilities um, and go more in depth. Um, maybe able to sit down and. Be with all the coaching coaching staff um, and have a little more uh, time with them uh, to to discuss more different topics. When you when you had already committed, you came down for your official. Were you already kind of as high? Did you already know that you were going to be a linebacker for the university? Yep, uh, Coach Rude. Um, you know when when he gave me the offer, um, you know that he let me know right away what they were going to see me as playing inside linebacker, and that kind of just uh, shifted my focus. Um, to my senior year to switch up inside linebacker position and just get uh, get down on my feet so that when I came to college here, I didn't want just a brand new thing uh, playing there because it's definitely a different uh, play style um, and all your reads are totally different that I was playing outside linebacker my junior year. So being able to make that change my senior year um, definitely benefited me uh, coming here. Question, uh, kind of going back on the rec- whole recruiting thing that we we're talking about with um, Rogers from Texas, and this is actually a question from one of our listeners, uh, Jim in, in uh, Minnesota. His question was, what does it feel like knowing that the staff trusts you being such a young player to host the, these guys coming in and you know put a good face on the program and being able to show these guys everything? What does that feel like for you as a, as a player? I mean, that's a huge honor, right? Yeah, it's, it's a very huge honor. You know, talking to these coaching coaching staff uh, prior to being a host uh, for this kid, um, you know, they let me know about a week in advance um, who the person is. And so I'm able to, you know, look up a little bit about him, um, sometimes reach out to them uh, just to get some uh, knowledge before they come in. And, you know, being, you know, I just always look back in my shoes when I was being, a, uh, when I was getting recruited and some of the things that were on my mind uh, going to visits or I mean I was already committed but uh, things that were just the factors that was going to play into my commitment of where I was going to go so I'm having that trust by the coaching um, because I look at these people like they're my future teammates um, so I really want them to see the whole picture um, of who I am as a person 
and as well, also as a player and, you know, just answer all the questions that they have. Is there a, is it a little bit of a badge of honor for you guys to be the host for recruits? Is it something that you can kind of say down the line, hey, look what I'm able to do, and then the peer recruiting starts from there? Is it something you enjoy doing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I enjoy it a lot. Um, just just the fact that, you know, you get to hang out with the, with the guy, um, you know, some, pretty much for me, a year below me, so similar age group, and just to be able to kind of have an idea of what they're going through since it was very recent for me in the being the recruiting process. So have an idea of what's kind of going inside their mind. Um, so being able to calm them down a little bit um, with maybe their fears that they have uh, going into college and making that decision. And, you know, I really just try to put an emphasis on just having a lot of fun on that visit, you know, because obviously during the day, they'll be meeting a lot of meetings with coaching staff, academics. Um, it's a very, very busy schedule. So my, my big emphasis, I'll get around the players, get around the guys of the team, just so that they can get an experience of what the vibe is like here at Nebraska um, and the kind of the culture is. Yeah, you mentioned earlier uh, when you committed, which it was pretty recent that you committed, you know, you being a young fellow there. What were some of the things that you looked at the program for when you were committing or coaching or different things like that? What were the, some, some of the things that said, hey, I've got to commit to Nebraska because of this, 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 and this? Yeah, one of the main things was just the relationship I had with the coaching staff. You know, through the, through the recruiting process, being able to uh, have have the opportunity um, to be um, offered by all these different Power 5 schools, you know, I was able to see those differences in each school and how they um, approach the recruiting process. And um, being able to just kind of just take a step back sometimes and kind of be able to observe and how they did things was really crucial for me in the recruiting process. Um, you know, sometimes it would kind of just seem like everything's going so fast sometimes. Um, so I would have to tell myself sometimes to take a deep breath and take a step back and look at things. And one of the main things I looked at um, was how the coaching staff, like, uh, talked to me. You know, you'd have all these phone calls with them and Zoom meetings with them. And the one thing with Nebraska stuck out to me, um, you know, I'd always, a couple times a week, have a phone call with Coach Rudin, my inside linebacker coach. And the thing I really liked about it was we rarely, hardly really talked about football. Um, and How's it been? It wasn't just the fact that Nebraska, I was just talking to him or the defense staff, you know, I was getting reached out to by the offensive staff as well. So that was, so that right there kind of told me how, you know, close this coaching staff is and how they really want you to feel comfortable with, um, on both sides of the ball of the coaching staff and not just uh, your side um, defense. So that was a pretty big point for me um, making that decision coming to Nebraska. Question with your inside line coach, or not inside line coach, your inside linebacker coach being uh, a rude, you know, being a, a very famous name, synonymous with Nebraska football, and him playing at a high level. Does him being your linebacker coach, I guess, give him any more credibility or credence, I guess, since he played at the university, he knows what it's like at a high level and what it should look like. Does that give him any more, I shouldn't say creed, linebacker coach would? You know, it definitely did uh, come to come to a play. Um, you know, it just it just kind of added to the bonus of who who he was as a person, high quality guy. And you know, just look at the development. I knew that he could develop me um, into the best player I could be, possibly. You know, he in Nebraska. Um, the- look at yourself, um, and I know this is. I, I haven't asked any of the other players this, and it just kind of hit me today out of curiosity. Division one recruit, 
but you're you're a three star recruit, right? But you have no control over what those services. How much stock do you put into that, or even just talking with other players, stuff like that? Is it something that that drives you? Is it a, is it a motivator? Is it something you're just like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna my my stuff's on tape, and those services versus the coaches, I know what's maybe more important. Uh, is that something that you really worried about, or is it for you? Was it just like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there, and this is what I've got. Take it or leave it. Yeah, for me, I really have zero care for stars at all. Um, you know, when someone tells me how many stars they have, you know, I don't, I don't care one bit, really. Because um, I truly believe there's just so much more that goes into a, a football player um, than just their athletic ability. And coming playing Division One football here in Nebraska um, and being able to come in early, I mean, you can really tell um, just how, you know, that there's just so much more than just you being able to perform in the field and what it takes to be able to perform in the field um, and just like everyday, everyday habits um, and how it leads to that. So high school, you know, you know, you have, you have, you might have like a lot of ability, you know, going against other kids and um, you're obviously going to stand out um, going against um, all the other high school kids. And so obviously stars, I mean, it helps, help some people and stuff like that. But uh, for me, when the stars come out, I really could care less. Um, and I knew that going into, uh, here in Nebraska, that uh, just take it uh, one day at a time, um, and that is, you know, yeah, you got to put the best eleven guys on the field. Um, you know, trying, trying to win a football game. You know, they are looking to see how many stars you have on the field. Um, so yeah, it really did not mean anything to me. Well, with those with those stars, like you said, that really don't matter to you. You had some really good offers out of the Big Ten, Northwest, Minnesota linebacker play there. Kind of realized, hey, I could play at the next level I don't know if it was was it middle school football was there was there a point in time where you just you kind of just hit a growth spurt in a way and you're like oh okay now I'm I'm way bigger I'm I'm faster I'm stronger than than all these other kids yeah I think it was I say my moment was I'd say I say my well I'd say towards my end of my junior season um, going just playing, um, so I had to move. You know, with so Nebraska was the first school to reach out to me, and I was like the right. I was actually on the bus ride to play Belby West for me, so it kind of <laughs> hit me. So that's kind of when it hit me uh, then, because I wasn't getting any uh, looks at. I don't. I didn't talk to any coaches prior to that. Um, so they were the first school. So that that probably hit me right then, and there is that's when like okay, I can. Uh, what I have is what it takes to play at the next level. How did so you get you get the the message the the offer on the way to Bellevue West? How'd that game go for you? Um, it was it it was an alright game. Uh, we had we battled uh, the first half, um, and then they kind of just took it took it away the second half. But um, it was just uh, Sean Dillon just reached out and he just I kind of forget what he said. But it was kind of just just the hey how's it going <laughs> type thing, and that was that's pretty much it on the bus right there. And then it kind of just went through. In the following weeks, did you did you go through the did you go through pregame all that stuff without letting anyone know? I'm sure parents your your parents probably were aware pretty pretty quickly. But is that something you just held on to for a bit, or were you just like, hey, I got to I got to talk, I got to tell somebody? No, nah, I, I kind of held that in uh, going uh, that bus ride. You know, uh, I just wanted to really want to focus on the game. You know, I just knew that you know. My team needed to be there. Um, I didn't want my brain to be somewhere else. Clear, so I kind of just focused in on the game for that that Friday night. 
with the uh, with the defense and everything. Well, I guess since you with you being a, a a split player where you played offense and defense, and you even said on your recruitment and everything that you were in constant contact with the offensive staff. Did you talk to Mickey, or do you have any relationship with Mickey? And if so, what what has that been like? Or even Biminal? Which actually, uh, it was really bring um, and work with that special teams unit um, in practice. Um, so I was able to build a good relationship with Coach Bush, um, and then with Coach Coach Mickey. Uh, you know, he's kind of. Yeah, you know, I, I was able to host uh, Malachi Coleman, so I was in I was in communication with uh, uh, Mickey there with that uh, with that uh, recruiter. And, you know, the, the coaching staff, like both uh, sides of the ball through since the time I've been here, have been really good to me. Uh, you know, I have a really good relationship with all the people there, um, you know, because, I mean, you see you see, we work with them every single day. So, you know, you, you just kind of build that relationship with them. I know. I know our fans are going to want to know this, and I hate to really put you on the spot, but are you faster than Malachi? Faster than Malachi? <laughs> <laughs> That dude can fly. That boy can run. That boy can run. And he's six <laughs> foot five, which is insane. <laughs> yeah, that boy can run. Speaking of speaking of running, then you know, are you're you're an inside? You've transitioned to outside linebacker. Is that kind of where you're training now? Or are you still set at inside linebacker? I'm, I'm set inside. That's all right. I transitioned from outside my. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, no, was, that's all right. I misunderstood. Yeah. No, you get actually out. So. I, since I've been here, I've been training as inside linebacker. Um, that's what they see me as. So, what are the what are the skills that you bring to that position to, that you're kind of putting out on to the coach staff every every practice, saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to be ready to go when my number's called." It's. it's I think the number one thing is how I uh, quickly I pick up things and how I learn things. You know, um, you know, it's like making mistakes is fine, especially spring ball. You know, I have a big development period. Um, but then the issue is how I and so you know the way I'm able to pick up things uh, and how I and how I like uh, mentally just process things and how I'm able to just uh, absorb the knowledge and the things that the coaching staff is telling me um, and I think uh, then the next thing I'd say is uh, how I just go about things. I um, mean, you know, I've kind of right now developed a plan in store for this end of the summer, how I'm going to be ready before fall camp begins uh, so that when it does uh, come up, that I'll be ready to go. Um, you know, that's one of the big reasons I was able to uh, chose to come early uh, was so that I get ahead on things, um, be ahead of the curve a little bit coming into fall camp. Well, you, Zach mentioned Bill Bush earlier through the media, just, you know, for us as fans to, to get to see it, read it, the special teams has been a big priority for the for the team as a whole, is that something that you've uh, been participating in or plan on? Is it something where you could raise your hand and say, "Hey, put me out there in that in that role," or um, are you just you- how important those teams is? Um, it's been a big emphasis on this team, um, especially since the time I since the time I've been here. You know, it's been a huge, huge emphasis. Uh, and you know, I, I want to get on that field um, any way possible, um, any way I can help the team, contribute to the team. So whatever that is, you know, I'm willing to go out there and do it. Um, I, I enjoy special teams because uh, I know how important it is. So whenever members called, go out there, I'm going to give it give it everything I have because, um, I mean, I just know how crucial it is. What's that room like? I mean, there there is so much experience and, and 
in, in that room with the starting guys and then even the guys behind them. I mean, there's not as much experience. I mean, I guess you got your top tier guys and then everyone behind them is a little bit greener. What's that room like, though? I mean, it's it's got to be highly competitive with, with what's returning and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the room is taking me under their wing um, and just helping me out, especially through spring ball and just learning the defense. And, you know, whenever I have a question, you know, they're – they are always more than willing to uh, answer the question, help me out. I would help me understand it. And, you know, it's a very, it's a highly competitive room. Um, you know, we push each other each day um, and any, anything we do because um, we, we just know what it takes and that we have to be that, that, uh, that core, that strong core of that defense. And, you know, it's really awesome to be working with these guys every single day, just how we push each other. Um, yeah, it's a really good group. How does that, you've got, you know, six to nine months, the influx of transfers, um, you've had, there's been lots of movement, you add all these guys, you're a young player yourself, how does, how do you handle that, is it anything that you, are you seeking to build those relationships, there's, there's a lot of that stuff just happen naturally, and then as, as you start to work towards the football team, are you seeing um, some of that progression already happening in the short amount of time that it's becoming a, a pretty tight-knit group. We know the culture, there's been lots and lots of talk about that culture shift already that's happened so quickly. Are you seeing that as well? Yeah, so when I first came in here, uh, you know, the you know the black shirt culture, um, you know, I, I knew it just because from coming in, being a fan, uh, living in Nebraska, you hear all the time. Uh, but when I first came in here, I really didn't know what to really expect with how, how it was. And it kind of took me some time, but um, it kind of just hit me all of a sudden that's like, this, this is what it's about. Um, and you could really just, I could really just tell and understand like this, how the black culture is. And so always transfers coming in, you know, most of them was able to play through spring ball and stuff like that. Uh, this unit um, just play with each other through spring ball. Um, and then, you know, adding a few more now, you know, you work with them in the weight room all the time, uh, you're around them. So, I was able to see and be around this culture in uh, the Blackshire way, and um, it's really awesome. You know, it's one of the reasons I chose Nebraska, uh, because I felt like this culture, uh, with this defense especially, uh, is just a really great uh, place to be around, so I love it. We saw, and we've seen it over the years, I mean, from, you know, going back 30 years, this this idea of the black shirts and what it means to the players, and especially the in-state players. What would it mean for you? What's, what would- you know, I probably can't even write something you dreamed about as a little kid. You know, throwing the bones, wearing the black shirt. So I mean, it'd mean the world to me. I don't really know how to, how I would react, um, but I know it'd mean a lot mean a lot to me. We've seen some pretty classic reactions over the years, which is always great to see. Um, I mean, you you fellas deserve it and earn it, and it's it's from busting your asses, which is great. Um, we had running back Isaiah Harris on. Was it last week? Fitz, two weeks ago? I think it was last week. Last week, yes, perfect. Sir. And he, oh, are you going? Are you going where, where I want you to go here? Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, I'm going exactly where you want me to go. Team linebacker. Straight into controversy. <laughs> I love it. Either team linebacker or team running back, of course. So we know where we know where you probably land, Ernest. Your team linebacker, obviously, he's team running back. But what I want to know has it been defense getting better, offense, offense getting better, defense. And I guess if you could rate the spring so far for the defense, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. <laughs> okay, um, I'd say it was in there for the spring. Uh, you know, early on it was a lot of development for me, so it was a lot of new things. So you know, each most plays, I'm it's learning for me. 
uh, just, you know, these different looks at me, throwing at me plays. And so it was a lot of learning for me. So early on, it was, it was really hard for me to really judge when I was on there. Um, but when I was watching, like, the first unit go out there, I'm going to go out and, you know, had a lot of benches on that defense. You know, I thought they really stood the ground very well and were able to play. Um, and that was, I'd say they had early on, it was kind of like, I'd say pretty much split, really. Um, i say later on the defense, once you have like more calls installed, installed, installed in your defense and you're able to uh, throw different calls at the offense. Um, yeah, not go with the super to... vanilla stuff. That's when you start getting yeah, a little yeah, bit more yeah, exotic. We start, yeah, we start bringing <laughs> some pressures in there, uh, kind of mixing it up. Um, and you know, that's when it kind of got really, as I got older competitive, really, we were able to do that. Um, and kind of sometimes threw the offense off a little bit. Um, and offense has had some wrinkles in there that we that we weren't that we'd never seen before. I mean, I, linebacker obviously made me new, but um, there was some issues that um, as an inside linebacker group um, we have to discuss in the meetings uh, prior to practice uh, that we saw some issues come up and uh, how to change how we play against those. But I'd say spring game was probably like probably the best grade you could put it as. Um, you can just see how it was kind of just like back and forth type thing and. I wouldn't really necessarily say it's like one unit really uh, dominated through the spring ball. Um, it was really it was really split, but um, I know for sure that towards the end of spring ball, you can see the defense clicking. Um, you know, you have to get all all these new guys, including myself, chairs coming in there and then playing together as a unit. Um, I would really thought defensively through spring ball, we we got the better of the offense. Nah, yeah, defensively through spring ball, I think we got the better of the offense. Uh, Towards the end of it, like really, because once people start knowing what they're actually doing, been around the program a long time. You said you're a fan. You obviously you do your research on on being a recruiting host. You watch the game, stuff like that. Are you able to, and without you know divulging anything, but are you seeing a change or a transition on the offensive side personnel, even as a defender? I'm kind of imagining that there's a there's a play called and and it works and the defenders are like oh damn that's 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 good stuff so is that kind of does that get yeah. you guys excited as a unit as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some issues that uh, Coach Wibble, um because I mean with Coach Wibble, there's nothing that he's that we can show him that he's never seen. You know, he has uh, so much experience. So there's really breaking that. news. Ernest says Coach Whipple is old. You got that? Make sure you get that <laughs> locked down there, Zach. We'll uh, we'll get that down to North Stadium. Go ahead, Ernest. I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, so there's there's been some definitely through spring ball that there's some really things that he brings um, issues that uh, that sometimes you know he kind of sometimes applaud the offense, um, especially in you know, some uh, they get some some calls that uh, you know I kind of fortunate with how, how his play call is, but. Yeah, there's definitely some things that he brings to the table that uh, the fans should be really excited for. Big question. Uh, so you came into the program. What would you would you were probably about what two hundred pounds, two hundred ten pounds or so when you came into the program? Yeah, I came in two hundred seven. Okay, and yeah. so like after being in the program, because you're technically a what a redshirt uh, freshman, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After after coming in the program and everything like that, and being under uh, Coach Duvall for or yep, Coach Duvall, uh, what's that strength program been like? Have you noticed? I mean, the body just exploding since you've been down in Nebraska. Yeah, I truly believe that you know my, my body transformation has been really good here. Um, you know what they have us doing is just incredible. Um, you know, 
things I've never ever heard of without coming in this program. And it's just been really phenomenal to see just how they develop you, um, how they just tell you to trust the process and just keep trusting them. Uh, they know what they're doing. They'll get you where you need to be if you just continue to put in the work. So it's been really awesome uh, to see a transformation. Yeah, it's it seems like there's a few guys in particular. I I mean, you looked like you were up to like two fifty, but just solid muscle in some of the <laughs> pictures we've seen. So so hey, the the weight room was working out great for yeah. you. Um, if you had to say name, let's say three guys on that defense this year that you think are really going to have a good year, excluding yourself, Ernest can three guys. I choose Garrett Nelson number one. Uh, you know, he's like our, you know, one of the biggest leaders on defense. Um, you know, he's the one that. For me, like, uh, it's kind of just into, like, the black shirt way. You know, he knows all about that. And he's, he's kind of really that spark plug me. dude that yeah, you want just to really yeah. get going. Yeah, absolutely. So, Gary Nelson, number one. Uh, two. I'd say, uh, I'd just say, like, whatever. Uh, so, uh, what Nick and Luke can do for the defense, so. Uh, I'd say one of those two. So I don't can't really say which one, but I'd say one of those two for sure. Uh, my third one would be uh, would be Miles Farmer. Uh, you know, being able to see him play has really has been really awesome, um, and how he commands that secondary unit instead of guys with it. We'll transition it over to you. Is there somebody that um, just completely surprises you? You see him walking around campus, or the first day you saw him walk into the weight room, you're like, you know, you know the the library's over there type of kid. But when you get him onto the field, stuff like that, that just completely surprised you with whether it was their intensity, their hitting ability, speed, you know, stuff like that. Is there somebody that stands out to you in that regard? From, from the offensive side? No, defensive side, sorry. Oh, defensive My, side? Yeah. <laughs> that's tough. I think – I'd say – or just that freak athlete that you didn't yeah, realize yeah, was think, this. Yeah, I'd say uh, Buford. Yeah, Buford for sure. Um, just how fast he's like, he's just twitchy at that stage position. Uh, how fast he can, he can just fill those gaps. Uh, as linebacker, I think is really, when I first came in here, I mean, he's, he's, he's a, he's a short, shorter guy, but he's just really, really fast and he's really strong too, explosive. Um, you can just set up a little field. So coming in spring ball, I was like, holy smoke, holy smoke. Like that's our safeties. And uh, it, was, it was really awesome. On the, uh, I don't know if you guys had to step away. Sorry about that. On the offensive side of the ball, has there been a guy that's pulling your hair back saying, man, that's a dude that's really going to make some good plays this year? Yeah, I think, I think for me, I had a, I had a few uh, instances where uh, I think like Brody Bell, you know, I know he him as a route runner is just he's a really good route runner, um, really fast, and um, and I know Coach Joseph has him sometimes playing that slot, um, and so we sometimes have to match up against him. So I think Brody Bell for sure, um, someone that should on the, um, on the watch out. Um, he's just really really good player. His name, yeah, his name has come up by some other players. It comes up from the coaching staff. For you personally, then, when your name is, you know, in interviews and, and sound bites from those coaches and you're brought up as a young player, what does that do for you uh, as you continue to progress 
within the program and, and getting closer to the season? Is it, is it motivation? Is it validation? Uh, how do you use that? Um, I think so. I'm so, uh, the best way I probably use it is, uh, coaching uh, with, and he kind of, kind of, kind of, uh, early on kind of told me, told the group, uh, and for me, I really just picked up on and how the best way to handle everything like that. He, he just said the best way, like she had a hot coal on the good and bad. Um, and so I don't really absorb it. Don't really let it go. Um, you know, I just don't want it. I don't ever want it to affect me, how I play really stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I kind of shoot like hot cool. That's kind of like you said, you're on that, you're going back to that bus trip to Bellevue West and you get that, you can't let it get inside of, of what you've no. got to do the the job and you just, you know, keep moving forward and keep your brain Absolutely. on the, on the target. That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, Ernest, you kind of strike me as a jack-of-all-trades linebacker. You know, you, you can do a little bit of everything. Almost a, I know this is a sacred name, but almost like a Levante David kind of linebacker. Is there any linebackers that you watch, whether it be Nebraska or professional, any other, anywhere else that you kind of model your game after? Well, Levante David was like my linebacker. He was my guy growing up. Um, I remember I was in a mall one time with my dad, and uh, there was like a painter and he had a painting of Levante David when I was younger and um, so I, I asked if I get that and we got that at a young age and all his pictures always hanging in my room growing up so he was a linebacker that I wrote my, I wanted to be my role model growing up and I tried to have a uh, model my game after. Have you had a chance to meet David? Has he been back to the university or back to the camp back to campus since you've been there? He should have not been able to meet him. I know he was I know he's gradu- had a graduation I know but I've not had been able to meet him though. All right. Well, hopefully that uh, that gets to happen when you guys are uh, the season you guys are about to yeah. have. I'm sure that'll uh, even maybe before that or or some point in time on his on his off yeah. week. Absolutely. I'm gonna make Ernest. Uh, I'm gonna put him on the spot again. So <laughs> since Drake isn't here, oh. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna put you on the spot. What's let's go, Drake? Should, or Fitz? Should we go with movies or should we go music here? Go go music because I'm gonna I'm gonna steal something that uh, Mr. Bleak Road talked about and the idea of a walk up song. So when you phrase this, the idea that you're going out onto the field for yourself. So go with music. You know where I'm headed with that. Please God, tell me you're not gonna. I'm gonna. You want me to? I'm taking over this question. <laughs> I knew what you meant, but you can go okay. ahead. Go ahead, Fitz. Take no, the no, question. It's, it's all yours. Go for it. Ernest, who are give me your top? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say your top three artists on on your I'd phone say, right now. On my phone, I'd say Drake. Um, hey, we know him. Fan, I was a big fan of Juice World. Okay. Listen, yeah, um, and then my third, ooh, I'd say Polo G was probably. Oh I'd my god! Here. It's almost like it's we got good. the same playlist here. This is phenomenal. <laughs> I knew it. I knew I loved you, Ernest. What you got now, Fitz? Well, I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to Google as quickly as I can. I can't type fast enough to figure out 66 percent of those those artists that he mentioned. But um, so stuff like that. If if it was kind of like baseball, and when you were going out on the field, would you have a would you have a song that you'd want to play your walk up song, uh, personally for you? Yeah, I did have a walk-up song when I played baseball, but I'm, I don't know. Oh, there we go. Man, I was like, wow. I don't know. I think back in the day, I think, like, I used to love, like, Fish Shop by Michael Moore uh, when I was, like, 
played for like 14s. Because <laughs> I remember like going to like a Nebraska baseball game, and that song was played for someone, someone's walk-up song. I really, I really liked that, but I'm not sure if I was able to have that one be my walk-up song. So I, that's what I wanted, but I don't think I ever wanted that. But <laughs> for now, if I had one, uh, I think if I had one now, I'd be like, just make sure. I think I'd be, I'd do like probably like still Dre, I'd say. Yeah, I'd, I'd do that one. I'd probably do one. Look. Little old school, little old school. It's got good, good has good sound to it. Fitz, yeah. I don't um, think you can say old school. Why can't I? Say, I'm, 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 I'm old. I've gone to school. Well, yeah, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's different when you say old school. That's like 1940s <laughs> music. Oh wow, wow! So back on track before I music in the weight room. How is that for most of you guys with Duvall's playlist? Um, rocking out. I'm just safe to safe to assume there. <laughs> uh, you just. Uh, I mean, coming in there, I was. I was like, what in the? I was just like, oh goodness. I've listened to this, but no. Actually, now it's kind of just like I kind of just learned to love it, really. Um, and it's it's, it's kind of new. It's, and now it's just kind of like you know, it's kind of those like high intensity workout days, and you kind of just get get with it, get on with it, and just kind of just use it. Um, so I don't know. Some sometimes it's sometimes it really is really good, and sometimes kind of depends on the workout. But I don't know you kind of soon learn to just kind of like it. Is there a is there a song from that that actually you've kind of enjoyed or sticks in your head? You're like, eh, this isn't so bad. I don't know if I can remember like one song. I, I don't know if I can even like pick out one song if I remember. Like, Bro, it's always always yeah. song. I don't even know at this point. But then sometimes we get a. Uh, Skill gets to control the playlist, and then that's a lot better. Once we we get we can we can dock sometimes. That's when it's good. Uh, yeah, that's very cool. A lot. Of, I'm assuming. A, do you guys get a do you get a plan for that, or is it just that morning? Like, hey, you guys can plug in if you want to, or can you could you actually create a playlist with your with your room or something? Uh, so it's kind of with like I don't know how they do it. I know. So if the power's in there, though, Duval will control the music most of the time. <laughs> um, if I love the fact it, that you called them the you called them the power. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's, that's how they split up. That's how we split up. Yeah. So, so the power group is uh, not in there when we're in there. Uh, sometimes we will get it, and then if they but then if they walk in there, or we have our music going on, uh, and we, we kind of get it for the whole time, so it's just kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I don't know how they. I don't know how If it's if they're not in there, we'll uh, one of the skill guys will take over, just go to the iPad and just. Yeah, put, put the music in. That's um, that's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. you've got the good spring. You guys are hitting the weight room. You're doing summer conditioning right now. How are you kind yeah. of forecasting the upcoming season for the for the team as a whole? Are you obviously we know the standard. You know, if I if I that we all know, and we don't need to go back down the road. The three and nine. You know, the coulda woulda shoulda a play here or there. How are you seeing the the upcoming season personally? Uh, for me, I'm, how I'm seeing it is uh, is really just like each day, a win-win each day. Um, you know, it's really for me, I just got to just, that's the way I put it. I have to, uh, you know, still keep grinding with uh, everything's going on. Um, but then I have to understand myself, like where I'm at mentally with everything. 
because where I'm at might not be where someone else is at uh, with how far they are on the program. So I kind of have to just uh, sometimes give myself some, not only tests necessarily, but to see where I'm at um, and see if I need to take a step back um, to review something or that I can keep progressing forward. So for me, it's just kind of just attack each day, win each day uh, at a time. Um, I believe um, I'm going to get ready for fall camp. Um, I know that's going to be a really fun time uh, because I know by that time I'll be ready to go, um, knowing uh, knowing our defense and stuff like that. And I'm really excited for this year. I think um, I know uh, I believe we, our team is special. Um, we're going to do a really good thing. Yeah, from from everything that you guys have had on roster and had come in with additions and everything like that. Um, it, it does seem like things are starting to really come together for the team, which is phenomenal. Um, what's team chemistry been like with all the kind of new additions since there, there's been a massive turnover from last year to this year? What's that been like for everybody, you know, getting the new guys in and kind of everybody meshing together? Yeah, I think the team chemistry has been really good. Um, um, really takes that person in as one of their own um, and really just works with them um, and builds a good relationship with them. Um, on and off the field so that when they come in um, I feel like they've been really been able to just uh, bloom and just open up really fast um, and just really just adapt with the team really well if if the if the northwestern game was was next weekend instead of well what are we about 10 weeks out is there a position group that you could look at and say those guys and it could be linebackers too or is there a position group that you look at and you say hey those boys are ready to go they could take us out lead us out and we'd be we'd be just fine yeah Inside linebackers for sure um, ready. Um, obviously, uh, we're we're just uh, we're just on the brink of just getting everyone healthy back at inside linebackers. Uh, so, for sure, out to inside linebackers, you know, just the experience they have playing all those snaps and uh, you know they just they know the game really well. So I say our position group for sure. Uh, but in a wholesome, uh, with just people being already healthy and stuff like that, uh, that D line, that D line for sure be my number one go-to right now they, they're they for sure ready um obviously we have new guys coming in so they still they still got a little playbook and stuff like that um and, you know I, I just feel like right now our defense right now is getting uh really really healthy right now right people just coming back um starting to incorporate stuff like that and it's gonna be really really good fun to watch it, it's crazy to hear that with the defensive line just because you know zach just mentioned it so much turnover and that was a position that lost some guys. Obviously, they they brought in some some guys that are really filling some areas of need, uh, but some 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 playmakers that you know I'm sure as players are like, okay, that's you know getting Mathis in there, stuff like that. That's got to be that's got to feel good for the for the team as a whole. But for the fans to hear that you're you are that confident with the defensive line now in in June, that's 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 really yeah. cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that's um, yeah. I I honestly i I want to put a number on the year. I'm not going to do it yet. I know where I want everyone to be. So, um, yeah, uh, I guess I got one last question. One last one. I'll throw your way, and then I'll cut you loose here. Top three movies since Drake isn't here. What's your top three movies now? Oh, number one. I feel like Avengers Endgame. Ooh, I love that one. Good that call. Was, that was really good. I'm a big superhero fan. So that one is really good. Um, oh, let's see. It's tough when I put you on the spot. So Drake usually I, I, does I, this, yeah, but yeah. That is tough. 
I think we did it to uh, Isaiah last week too, and then uh, after the interview, he's like, I, "I got like ten movies now." It's like, yeah, that's that's <laughs> oh, well, sorry that doesn't count now. Well, yeah, that was really good. I mean, I love like really good with. I'm a I'm a big series guy, because <laughs> like when Stranger Things just came out, wow. Like, oh yeah, that's there you my go. favorite. There I, you go. Like, you got that, and then you have the Office. Like, give me those two, and I'll be I'll be set for life. But. See, okay. I knew me and Ernest were best friends. <laughs> I knew we were best friends from the start. We we joke around all the time about Drake not being here and getting fired. This interview for Ernest maybe is off the chart just with these last with these last few answers. So this man sealed his fate. Another awkward moment when Drake listens to the podcast and finds out that he's been fired once again. So um, I don't know what your uh, Sunday evening schedule is every week, Ernest. But <laughs> get you get you on here. So and, and we pay really um, well with experience. So you know, just like every other corporation does. Yeah. Uh, yeah our, our NIL is whatever people will sell us, so we're not uh, we're not high up on that. Um, I guess my 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 final question here, and we'll let you uh, get on with your evening. Um, I don't know, maybe what you've got planned since it's the summer, just kind of resting. I'm, yeah. I'm sure, but what's it? What's been the 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 uh, the feel, um, the support from from Columbus been for you? Uh, coming, you know, getting to Lincoln. Is it? Do you feel that from the from the community? Is it something that kind of helps you out a little bit are you excited to play for the community yeah absolutely yeah the community isn't really good to me um you know i was able to go back home a few weeks ago um and see some of my few of my friends graduation parties so to be able to see uh some people in the community and talk to them for a little bit uh was really good to see um you know because i mean i for me i never want to forget where i came from um that's where i was i developed as a football player was so uh, being able to go back home and see those people that was really awesome um, and I really did use that in the spring ball uh, when, you know, sometimes when your mind is spinning uh, before a play because you, uh, especially when you go in there, like, uh, you're really unsure what's, uh, where you're supposed to be at at that, necessarily that time. So uh, I sometimes was just able to take a deep breath and just remember where I came from and how I was a linebacker and not forget um, how I play. And so that, that was really good. Very cool. Well, I know Columbus is is rooting for you, the state of Nebraska, all Husker fans all over the nation. So uh, we do appreciate the time that you've given us tonight, Ernest, or, or you know, postseason, something like that. We'd love to get a chance to talk to you again. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Members of the congregation, let's raise our Kool-Aid filled glasses and drink to all the things that were, are, and forever will be Nebraska Cornhuskers. Go Big Red.